What is happening to supermarket prices? Do own label brands taste good? What's the best supermarket? What's the worst? How do I spend less on my weekly shop? Are there ways I can shop smarter? Should I just be growing my own veg? How do I even grow veg? <sighs> Wine to pair with spag ball? When life gives you questions, get answers at which.co.uk. Hello and welcome to the Witch Shorts podcast. I'm Rob Lilly. Now we're back again to bring you the very best from Witch, your home of everyday advice to everything from money, travel and home improvements to gardening, tech and more. Now this week we're exploring a new phone hacking scandal and hearing how a stolen mobile could result in an empty bank account. To read us this article, originally written by Chiara Cavalieri, I'll hand you over to Grace Witherden. Initially, I wasn't panicking because it never occurred to me that they would do what they did, says Nick. His mobile phone was stolen by a pickpocket, who then drained £73,000 from his bank accounts overnight. It's had a massive impact on my mental health, says Nick. The most stressful thing about it is that you're made to feel like a criminal. It puts you into a very dark headspace. Once he realised that his phone had been taken from his coat pocket while it hung on the back of his chair in a busy London pub, Nick quickly reported the theft to a police officer, but he had no idea that his ordeal had only just begun. The next morning, he woke up to find that the criminals had stolen £58,000 from his business account and almost £15,000 from his personal account. A string of similar cases have been widely reported in the past couple of years, most notably involving gym lockers being raided. While you might be quick to assume that victims have been careless with their belongings, our investigation has found that some banks need to beef up their defences against thieves hacking into mobile banking apps. Expensive handsets will catch the attention of any opportunistic thief, but with more of us banking on the go, Criminals increasingly see phones as the gateway to accessing our financial accounts. Around 60% of UK adults use a mobile banking app, either on their phone or tablet, and this is up 33% since 2015, according to UK Finance. The banking industry doesn't specifically record fraud related to stolen phones, although its latest data shows that 15.7 million was lost to mobile banking fraud, that is, unauthorised access via apps in the first half of 2022. Online banking fraud is still by far the biggest threat, with 61.2 million stolen in the same period. However, mobile banking fraud losses increased by 16% on the previous six months, and only 9% of losses were recovered. Criminals don't necessarily need any technical expertise to get into a phone locked with biometrics or a PIN. Shoulder surfing is common, whereby potential victims are observed entering their passcode, typically in a crowded public place such as a pub. Criminals are also aware that many of us have password fatigue and could be using the same password or variations of the same one for multiple accounts. Modern fraudsters seem to fully understand the psychology of victims nowadays, particularly when the burden of security today imposes itself on users. 
says David Wall, Professor of Criminology at the University of Leeds. Users today have so many unique passwords or security questions, they have to make notes to remind themselves of the login details for important services they use. Although phones are easily lost or stolen, they're generally considered a more difficult target for fraudsters looking to spread viruses or plant keyloggers. Both Apple and Google actively vet their official app stores, although fakes do still slip through the net. And the better banking apps give you real-time notifications of any transaction so you can quickly spot fraud. They will also let you temporarily freeze or cancel your cards if they go missing. But things can come unstuck when banks prioritise convenience over security. In Nick's case, criminals were able to raid his accounts by abusing helpful features offered by their banking apps. The most obvious vulnerability point is resetting your app login details. Some banks ask you to re-register for the app or pass strict identity checks to do this. For example, Chase and Monzo both ask for photo ID and a selfie video while others only ask for basic information that's more easily obtained by a thief. In our test, we could too easily reset the passwords of various Lloyds Banking Group apps. The Halifax and MBA apps only required credit card details and a one-time passcode sent via CMS to the same phone. For Lloyds, we had to enter a four-digit code generated on the phone during an automated call. Amex users can also choose the forgot password option, enter their credit card details and receive an OPT sent via text or email, both of which a thief could access directly from a stolen phone. SMS is widely considered to be an insecure method of sending highly sensitive information, which is why we penalise banks for this in our annual bank security test. A thief can see messages, including security codes sent by your bank, flash up on the screen even when a stolen phone is locked. Or they could put your stolen SIM on another phone to receive messages. SMS-based security is slowly being phased out across the industry, but where banks are still using it, they should ensure that they can safeguard their customers. Other banks using SMS-based security will ask for additional details to recover app login details, such as your online banking password, which could be enough to thwart a thief. But this is largely pointless if that password can also be reset with the same security check. This is the case with Virgin Money, which asks for an OTP to reset both the app passcode and the online banking password, which itself is used to reset the app passcode. Thieves may also attempt to uncover your PIN if they've stolen your card. Again, we think Lloyd's Banking Group apps made this too easy. Unusually, there were no security ch checks at all to find out the card pin via these apps once logged in. Barclays and Virgin Money only ask for debit or credit card details when customers request a pin reminder. Other banks either don't allow you to see your pin within the app or have tighter checks. For example, Monzo asks for a photo ID and a selfie video, while Starling asks for a password. All the banks we've highlighted told us that they have additional controls to mitigate the risk of fraud, such as monitoring tools that may block specific suspicious activity. A spokesperson for Lloyds Banking Group said, 
Helping to keep our customers' money and data safe is our priority. We have robust, multi-layer security across our online and mobile banking services to protect against potential cybersecurity threats. And a spokesperson for Virgin Money said, A stolen phone on its own wouldn't be sufficient to access the banking app or view a card's PIN. The criminal would need to obtain additional customer-specific credentials. In addition, we use industry-standard tools to monitor transactions and authentication requests to help prevent fraudulent transactions, which wants banks to do a better job of warning customers about the dangers of mobile phone fraud and explaining exactly how they can protect their devices. Adding a unique PIN to your SIM and disabling preview notifications are essential barriers in cases of stolen devices. Yet we couldn't find this advice on any of the big High Street Bank's websites. By securing your SIM with a PIN, you could stop someone stealing yours to put into another phone. If a thief can't break into a locked phone, they can pop the SIM in a different phone to receive calls and messages. That wouldn't give them direct access to your banking apps, but it could allow them to pass security checks to activate these apps on a new phone. Preview notifications, where you see messages flash up on your phone screen, even when your phone is locked, can be disabled. With a thief can't view text messages or emails sent by your bank unless they've unlocked it. Banks can also help customers secure their accounts quickly by letting them distrust phones linked to their accounts. A few banks, such as HSBC, Nationwide and Virgin Money, let you do this via online banking. Others let you do this via their apps, although you need to have the app set up on another phone or tablet to do this. When we checked bank security features earlier this year, the cooperative bank, First Direct, Lloyds and Santander were the only current account providers tested who don't offer this security feature. Banks must refund unauthorised payments quickly. The regulator says by the end of the next business day, but which has heard from victims who had to fight for many months to get reimbursed. Others, like Nick, have been left in the lurch. Under the payment services regulations, banks can only refuse to refund unauthorised payments if they have evidence you've either authorised the transactions or failed to protect your account by acting with gross negligence. It's worth noting that your bank can't simply say the correct use of your password, passcode or PIN is proof that you authorised a payment. Gross negligence is a high bar, so you need to have demonstrated a significant degree of carelessness. If you fall victim to mobile banking fraud and your bank won't reimburse you, make a formal complaint citing your rights under the PSRs and take your case to the Financial Ombudsman Service if they still won't budge. Thank you so much to Grace for taking us through that piece and to Chiara Cavalieri too, the author of this article which was originally written for the May issue of The Witch Money magazine. Remember, you can find more articles you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. You can do that at witch.co.uk or slash newsletters. We'll be back next week for another episode of Witch Shorts, and thanks for listening. Witch Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly, while the exec producer was Angus Farker. <laughs>